This is a Squeeze podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. This week's podcast is brought to you by BHP. Copper is a big deal in the energy transition because it's used to make electric vehicles, wind turbines and solar panels. When it comes to producing copper responsibly, it's happening now at BHP. Good morning, I'm Alex Tai. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Friday the 14th of July. In your Squiz today, political drama takes hold in Thailand. An election comes for the Gold Coast... The BBC faces a sorry saga, and we're getting to the pointy end of Wimbledon. This is your Squiz Today. Two months ago, Squizzers might remember us talking about Thailand's general election, which actually had a surprise result. The progressive youth-led Move Forward Party won the most seats in that election. Now, the way Thailand's political system works, its parliament then has to vote to choose a prime minister. That vote happened last night, and the leader of Move Forward, Peter Limjaroenrat, was hoping to become the new PM. But things didn't quite work out like that. Yeah, things rarely work in a straight line in Thai politics, and this Mm. is certainly another example of that. So that parliament met. Uh, Peter was the only nominated candidate, but he still didn't get the votes that he needed to become the Prime Minister. What happened there is the Conservative forces, which backed the former government, they closed ranks on him. Mm. Uh, Thailand's parliament has a very strong military presence, and it has had that since a coup in 2014, and that brought power to a former army chief. His name was Prayath Chanocha. He has been the prime minister since then. Uh, even though he lost the elections a couple of months ago, getting just 36 seats, move forward won 151, it's still unresolved. And that's come about because after the army took back power in 2014, it rewrote the constitution uh, to make sure that they always get 250 votes out of the 700. 150 in that parliament. Yes, meaning that the army still has an outsized say in who becomes Thailand's leader. And in the end, last night's vote ended with Move Forward's Peter losing by 51 votes out of that 750. But Claire, that doesn't mean it's over for him. No, it's not. There's going to be a couple of rounds of votes next week. Uh, and what he says is that he's not going to surrender, that he's going to use the time to garner more support. But it is an uphill battle to win those military backers. Uh, given that Move Forward's platform is to remove the military from politics, Mm. uh, also to make sure that there's changes to the laws. Uh, At the moment, they have laws where you can be put in jail for insulting the monarchy. This new progressive movement wants to do away with those. Uh, And given Peter and the other opposition parties that he's formed a coalition with uh, had such big support at the election, there are concerns that there will be widespread protests next week if they aren't confirmed as the government. In the meantime, waiting for those votes, Prayuth Chanocha, the army general who has been the prime minister since the 2014 army coup, he will stay on as the caretaker prime minister, even though he has announced his retirement from politics after a new government is formed. 
It's not just Thailand having elections, Claire. Australia is having a federal by-election tomorrow in the seat of Fadden. Yeah, so Fadden's at the northern end of the Gold Coast and its member has been Stuart Robert. He's the former Liberal minister from the Morrison government days. He resigned in May. Mm. Uh, If you don't get the politics of that part of the world, it's a very strongly supportive area for the Liberal National Party in Queensland. So it's expected that they will retain the seat. Uh, Robert had a margin of 10.6%. Mm. Uh, the new candidate for the LNP is Gold Coast City Councillor Cameron Caldwell. He's expected to win. Uh, the closest rival is Labor's Letitia Del Fabro. And the Labor campaign has focused on Stuart Roberts' alleged wrongdoings while in office, including claims of kickbacks relating to the consulting firm Synergy 360. And, of course, Robert was named last week as one of the ministers responsible for that illegal robo-debt scheme. So it'll be a fun one to watch. There has been quite an unpleasant BBC drama unfolding over the last week over an anonymous presenter, but yesterday we actually found out his name. Yeah, so his name is Hugh Edwards. Uh, He's one of England's best-known news presenters, and earlier this week the Sun tabloid newspaper published allegations that an unnamed presenter from the BBC had paid a young person around $67,000 for nude photos, um, starting from when that person was 17 years old. And since then, the alleged victim has actually come out and denied that the incident ever occurred and police that started an investigation said that they're not going to take any further action. That all came to a bit of a head yesterday. Uh, A lot of back and forth and a lot of questions about who the identity of that presenter was. But yesterday, Hugh Edwards' wife released a statement on his behalf saying that it was him uh, and that he was getting some care. Yes, she said she issued the statement primarily out of concern for his mental health. And she also said that Edwards is currently in hospital suffering from serious mental health issues. Now, the BBC said it is restarting its investigation into claims of inappropriate behaviour from Edwards towards some younger staff members. So there is a bit more to go on this story. This week, our podcast is brought to you by Aware Super. As one of Australia's largest profit-for-member super funds, they have a range of helpful tools, like their My Retirement Planner, which allows you to see how much you'll need for retirement and provides an easy-to-understand plan of how to get there. And better still, it's free for all. Read the PDS and TMD at aware.com.au. Claire, I can hardly believe it. We are once again talking about Elon Musk on this podcast. The man is just addicted to making news. <laughs> he really is in the news a lot. <laughs> and look, this is about a, a new venture. Uh, we note it because it is notable. It's a launch of an artificial intelligence startup. It's called XAI. Its mission, and this is the quote, is to understand the true nature of the universe. Mm. Uh, Elon Musk has been interested in artificial intelligence for a really long time. Um, Uh, Some time ago, he was the biggest funder of OpenAI. And of course, it's the startup that went on to launch ChatGPT. Um, Musk has also been very publicly cautious about artificial intelligence and particularly its potential danger to humans. 
And he has often called for regulation of the technology. He has also said in the past, though, that he thinks ChatGPT is too, quote, woke. And he said that he wants to build a maximum truth-seeking AI called TruthGPT. It has already been a fortnight of Wimbledon. Now, there aren't any Aussies left, but here at the pointy end, there is some incredible tennis coming up this weekend. Yes, um, Kate, of course, in our team is a huge sports follower and she couldn't care less about Wimbledon given there's no Aussies, (laughs) but there are plenty of people who are still very interested. Uh, When it comes to the women's side of the draw, it's Marketa Vandrasova uh, and Ons Jabor. Uh, They're two very interesting women and it's quite a thing that they're in the final. So it's definitely worthwhile having a look at that tomorrow night. Mm. Uh, As for the men, it could be that the two highest players are actually into the final. We'll find that out today. Um, World number one is 20-year-old Carlos Alcaraz, and it could be that he takes on Novak Djokovic. So that will be quite a final if that does come off. Um, Djokovic, of course, is looking to extend his record-breaking 23 Grand Slam tournament titles, looking for a 24th, so it could be Wimbledon for him. Uh, Djokovic has to beat um, Yannick Sinner today. Alcaraz is up against Daniel Medvedev. It's a really good weekend of sport, I reckon. Yes, well, it's not just the tennis. Kate might be more interested in the women's cricket, <laughs> I'm guessing. I reckon. The Ashes is starting its second one-day international on Sunday night, and if the Aussies win this one, they will clinch the women's Ashes. Claire, Friday Lights, what recommendations do you have for us? Look, I'll take you straight to what um, I have cooked this week and can highly recommend. Mm. Uh, It's a beef brisket, and I know it looks quite imposing, but you can get it at the supermarket (laughs) these days. You don't have to go to a butcher. You can get them pretty much anywhere, although going to the butcher is always really great. Um, I just put it into the fridge overnight with some marinade, and then you basically put it in the oven and it looks really impressive and it doesn't take a lot of work. You just have to get organised. So highly recommended. What I ended up doing was shredded up and made tacos and it was delicious. Perfect. The, the best kind of meal. Very impressive, low effort. Exactly. And just a quick squiz of the day, the American Union for Actors has just voted to go on strike, adding to the ongoing writers' strike. It will effectively halt all scripted film and TV production. Now, that is just breaking this morning, so we will no doubt get into that more next week. But for tomorrow, Claire, you and Kate are on for Saturday Squiz. Yep, we sure will. We've got a whole lot to get through. It's a big expanse of topics from Barbie through to NATO, (laughs) so a really good stretch of a catch-up. That sounds like a lot of fun. Have a great Friday, everybody, and we'll be back with you on Monday. Hello, it's Bryce here from Squiz Kids. Kids and fiscal policy go together like peaches and cream, which is why we're excited to present a special Squiz Kids Q&A this week 
with Federal Treasurer Jim Chalmers. It's the podcast where the kids of Australia get to ask the questions. Tune in to Squiz Kids today to find out how the notorious B.I.G. has helped shape next week's budget, why the Treasurer considers himself more of a three-pointer than a slam dunker, and why his toenails will be painted with glitter nail polish next Tuesday when he stands in Parliament to hand down the budget. Plus, there's a cheeky question in there about his leadership ambition. All part of our mission to engage kids in the wider news agenda. Check it out in the Squiz Kids podcast feed or via squizkids.com.au.